Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I am Billy Embody. Thank you for listening. We've got a lot to get to on the podcast today. We want to really recap the camps we saw over the weekend in Baton Rouge later this week. Before we preview the official visit weekend for you guys, we will recap the last official visit weekend. I do want to try to get a little bit out of Jaden Rashada and his family to see how that went for the fourth four-star quarterback. So on Friday, when we drop the podcast, we'll preview this big official visit weekend. We'll preview the seven-on-seven camp that's hitting LSU on Friday, and we'll also recap the official visit weekend that LSU just had. But first, we want to go ahead and review the camps LSU had. LSU held its first offensive line, defensive line camp, as well as its its uh, skills camp on, on Sunday. And we've got a lot of takeaways. We'll do all of that. And then I'm joined by LSU offensive lineman Anthony Bradford later in the podcast, the first of our player interview series to drop this summer. We're excited about that. So a quick reminder, if you guys enjoy the interview with Anthony, we've got a lot more to come on that front. So please hit that subscribe button, uh, follow us wherever you listen to your podcast, and pass along this podcast to at least one Tiger fan out there and uh, recommend us. So we appreciate all you guys that have subscribed as well to TheBengalTiger.com. It's a busy time of year uh, with so much recruiting news, camps going on, uh, and we've seen a lot of people jump on board the site uh, for those seven-day trial that we do for free, as well as just stick around and, and join the community, you know, coming over from other spots, um, adding a new subscription into the fold. We appreciate all you guys that have joined the bengaltiger.com, a part of On3. So let's jump in here and let's start with the offensive line, defensive line camp. And this was probably um, the, the most fun I had covering the two camps just because it was very easy. It was in the indoor. There was, um, you know, a good group of of prospects, especially on the offensive line, that were there. And then the skills camp was was just a ton of players out there. So it was kind of hard at times outside of the quarterback position to really get an idea of who else was out there. But we took away a lot of things from this LSU offensive line, defensive line camp. So let's get to them. And I want to lead with the offensive line. This was really a group that stood out to me in multiple ways. I mean, the 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 top player that Peter Rauticus and I had on our board uh, from the day was 2024 offensive lineman Ashton Funk out of Katie Tompkins. I think somebody who's going to continue to rise up the rankings. He added an LSU offer. We really didn't see him truly lose a rep. There were times where he kind of, you know, got maybe beat here or there, but he finished well enough to not allow the pass rusher to get to the quarterback uh, he's got a good body. Uh, he certainly uh, is somebody that I think is on the rise. He's a Texas A&M legacy, but uh, I will say I, I spoke with his dad after camp. I spoke with him, and while I, I think the Aggies will be tough to beat, I do think he's somebody that at least is very much open to the process right now. Um, so we'll see how LSU can do with him now that they've offered him. Um, again, just down the road in a way in Katy, Texas, Part of the Houston area, so uh, LSU extends an offer in in that area where they would love to get back to landing guys out of Houston like they did in the past. And then on the other side of the ball, Charleston Collins, who probably uh, these were our top two, very very clearly our top two overall players at the camp, a Pine Bluff, Arkansas prospect who 
also earned an offer at camp. He came in and and honestly probably showed the most upside out of the top two. Um, the defensive end really just got after got after it as far as pass rush goes. Showed explosiveness, some twitchiness, some ability to you know get an offensive lineman off balance and hit him with a uh, a spin back inside to get to the quarterback. Uh, I was really impressed, and he's kind of been picking up offers lately. He added a few more. The next day, he camped at the SMU Mega Camp in Dallas, so I actually saw him again uh, the next day and got to see him go back to work. Um, and then he also has picked up just other offers overall um, as of late. So he's picking up recruiting steam. We also spoke with him. The The stories on, on the BengalTiger.com, Arkansas, Ole Miss, and LSU are really standing out to him early on. Uh, he'll he'll visit Ole Miss as well uh, this week or, or might have already visited by the time this podcast drops. Uh, but again, I think just somebody who uh, probably came in about 6'3 at LSU. Um, and, and I think what we'll see as they recruit some of these edge guys is maybe they want them to be in that 6'4", six, 6'5 six, range. But one thing Matt House did a really good job with, you know, at, at Kentucky is taking some undersized guys at times and turning them into – you know, big time players. And I think Charleston Collins has that potential. Um, so a good offer by Jamar Kane on the defensive line. And then another standout that I think we've got to mention is a 2025 prospect. If you didn't feel old before listening to this podcast, you will now. But Brett Bordelon out of Isidore Newman, the brother of LSU signee Bo Bordelon. Uh, he's an LSU legacy like Bo. And LSU's already extended an offer to him. And he really looked the part. I mean, he was he was right there, um, you know, in that firm top five performers that we had. He was very consistent. I think his frame and I was even standing next to some of the LSU offensive linemen early in camp and and they remarked on his frame as well, kind of being already um, look looking like it could carry a little bit more weight than Bose. Um, he's a bigger body just overall. Uh, I think as he gets stronger, you know, he's only entering his sophomore season. He'll continue to you know, really be, uh, I think, the state's top offensive lineman from what it looks like in the class uh, and somebody that, you know, early on looks like a four-star prospect, real solid prospect overall. Um, he was he was excellent, I thought, uh, at, in camp. So we saw him get after it um, in, in both sessions, actually, and uh, really stand out. And I think then you flip over the defensive side of the ball for to kind of round out our top performers. Melvin Hills uh, was really, really good. He tore his ACL last year. He's just now kind of getting back from uh, where he was at, but he's a 2024 defensive lineman out of Lafayette Christian and is uh, really, I think, going to be somebody that could rise up the ranks this fall as he gets back to full health. Um, that's you know something that he's still working on. At some of the lateral agility you would have wanted to see out of him. Uh, he just didn't have it just yet at that level that he probably needs to but he showed the makings of being somebody that I think can really be you know a top target for LSU LSU did offer him after seeing him this spring um and and you know he really kind of looked the part of, of somebody that could be a you know top tier you know type of SEC target on the defensive line um and certainly plays for a program that's been good to LSU through the years in Lafayette Christian so liked what I saw from Melvin Hills while also recognizing he has a chance to really continue to get healthy, get better, uh, and and continue to develop and potentially be the top defensive lineman in the state of Louisiana. Um, if you're looking at pure defensive tackles, 
collage Cobbins, uh, Tut is what they call him, out of Destrehan. He wasn't on campus for camp. I think he's going to end up coming to elite camp, but he's probably your state's top defensive lineman overall. He's an edge, um, but really could develop into a defensive lineman potentially. He's really stacked some offers. He's somebody that's going to be challenging for that spot as well. And then somebody I thought that was a sleeper, defensive end Chad Woodfork, uh, a 2025 prospect. And when you look at him, he's at a Summer Creek in Humble, Texas. He's only got Houston and Texas Tech offers right now as, at, as of now. But you look at his lower body, and honestly, I mean, it looked as physically developed as you've as I've seen from a sophomore in a way. Uh, and somebody that really has tree trunks for for thighs. He's got big calves. And then his upper body just isn't that developed. So he kind of almost looks like he's growing into it a little bit. But he was really, really good coming off the edge. So we liked what we saw out of him. And then finally, two players that LSU worked out privately um, outside and then also brought them inside as well. But 2023 Mississippi State commit Joseph Head was on campus uh, out of Holmes County in the state of Mississippi, uh, in Lexington. He's been committed to Mississippi State uh, since January, but I think he's somebody that you could see, you know, his recruitment continue to rise a little bit. Um, LSU didn't offer him, but, you know, he does have some size to him. Uh, he's got some promise, so I'm interested to see how things pan out with him. But then Jalen Jones out of Beaumont, Texas, uh, a Westbrook standout. Again, somebody that right now is a 2024 only has UTSA in Utah, but I tell you what, UTSA is fairly particular as far as who they offer, and I know that's not going to jump out on you guys as, as LSU fans, but knowing that staff and, and having spent a lot of time around uh, UTSA and, and Jeff Trailer, they've got to be careful in a way with how they offer because Jeff is a former Texas high school football coach. So the fact that they did go in on Jalen Jones – um, is interesting to me. I, I want to see him come back next summer probably, see him have more weight on his frame, uh, and be somebody that could compete for an offer from LSU entering his senior year just because he's got that frame. He's just lanky right now. He, he's a basketball player too, I believe. Um, so he's also he's kind of a – right now he's in that tough gainer stage. Um, he's probably 205 is, how, is, is what I'd guess, but he's all of 6'5". Um, so he's got that that length that they look for off the edge. And then um, that's kind of it for the most part as far as the guys that really stood out uh, in camp. Um, we did get eyes on uh, some other prospects like 2023 East Texas Edge, uh, Kevion Huddleston. Uh, he was on campus, uh, 2023 offensive lineman out of uh, Natchitoches uh, Central. Tyler Johnson was on campus. I don't think they necessarily did enough to, to earn offers by any means. I think I think Tyler kind of especially. And then 2025 offensive linemen that LSU had on campus, uh, two of the best out of the Peach State and Nikolai Brooks and Braden Jacobs. Braden Jacobs is actually the son of Brandon Jacobs, the former running NFL running back um, that, that played for the Giants for years. And then Nikolai Brooks really was impressive. I think he's somebody and already holds an LSU offer. Uh, that could be a national guy for sure. Big, big, big body. Um, but I think he's, you know, I saw some pictures of him uh, from this fall and, and just getting a chance to see him in person in camp. It looks like he's kind of cleaned up his body a little bit. So I really liked what I saw from Nikolai Brooks, Nick Brooks, 
uh, he was a standout as well. So uh, those are some of the the players that really kind of stood out to me. Um, and now we can just move into the skills camp portion, which is going to be very heavy uh, on the quarterback front because Joe Sloan had plenty of impressive quarterback prospects on campus on Sunday. And I want to lead off with the the player that really stood out, uh, I think, to me the most, and, and that was 2024 Allen quarterback Michael Hawkins. Uh, this is somebody that's already a four-star prospect out there. Uh, he really has the, the arm talent. He's got you know a good body on him. He moves around well, uh, threw a ball that had a lot of velocity on it. And then Jaden Bradford is already a top 50 prospect on the on-three consensus. Uh, he didn't pick up an LSU offer, but I don't think he's that far off from one. He's really a talented prospect in his own right. South Carolina is the early on three recruiting prediction machine leader. He's from South Carolina, but he came out and camped. He plays for IMG, so keep your eye on him as he gets for, uh, closer to his junior year. Uh, Missouri entered the mix in May. Um, we're, we're seeing him as, uh, you know, being somebody that could really be one of the better quarterbacks in the class. He, he's a little shorter in a way, six foot, 185 pounds compared to Michael Hawkins, but um, nonetheless, a really impressive quarterback. And then I was pleasantly surprised with a pair of quarterbacks uh, that came through campus. I've heard about both of them, and they've been on uh, either my radar or LSU's for a while, but Flower Mound Marcus quarterback Cole Welliver, who actually replaced Garrett Nussmeyer after Garrett left for LSU uh, at Marcus High. A big 6'6 passer. Uh, I thought he threw a really good ball. I liked his release. Um, and, and I think he's somebody that LSU can keep on their radar as far as, you know, recruiting and things like that. And then Mabry Metar, who's been on the radar for years now for LSU, dating back to the prior staff. Uh, he's quarterbacks at the Woodlands in Texas. Um, I thought he really honestly kept himself right in the mix as well. You know, LSU's been talking with him for a while. He's certainly somebody that's nationally known. He's a big kid, um, and, and I just thought he, he threw the ball well. He was consistent for the most part, um, and, and, he, and he stood out to me. And then file away this name, 2026 uh, Peach State quarterback Brody McHorter. Um, he got moved up into the top group. He was really, really good as well, threw a beautiful deep ball a couple of times. So that was kind of the takeaways on the quarterbacks. LSU's had a few quarterbacks come through campus as well. Jaden Davis, one of the best quarterbacks, in, in my opinion, in that 2024 class was on campus uh, as well for the skills camp. He's uh, uh, the number six overall passer, uh, clearly one of the best quarterbacks in the, or he's the number six overall prospect on the on three consensus. He's somebody to, to certainly have on the radar for LSU fans, uh, top ranked player in North, North Carolina in that 2024 class as well. Um, they're going to have Julian Sayan uh, on campus on Sunday. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast uh, this coming week, he is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. He's looking to make a decision kind of soon, uh, probably leaning towards get, being one of the early commits in the class overall. Uh, he's the number nine overall prospect in the country, the number three quarterback. Um, but he's somebody that out of Carlsbad, California, is visiting LSU, Alabama, Texas. Um, Notre Dame is the on three recruiting prediction machine leader. But CJ Carr, who does hold an LSU offer, uh, looks to be headed to Notre Dame. Uh, and so that'll be, uh, you know, kind of off the off the uh, market, you know, as far as, uh, you know, potential option for Julian saying in all likelihood. So um, those are some of the guys that 
you know, hit campus for skills camp at the quarterback position and, and also stopped by campus as well around the camps. And, and there will be more guys that pop up as well. Um, Adrian Posse uh, is on campus actually today as I'm recording this four-star quarterback out of the state of Florida uh, with Miami as the early on three recruiting prediction machine leader. So with that, that was the quarterbacks. That's the meat of everything. That was the most impressive part of the skills camp was the group Joe Sloan had on campus. But not far behind and not without news was the cornerback position and defensive back room overall. Um, LSU did have 2023 Rummel defensive back Ashton Stamps on campus. They had 2023 corner Ryan Robinson Jr. out of Edna Carr. They also had 2024 Lafayette Christian DB Jawan Johnson and 2024 four-star Eric Corner Wardell Mack. So this group was really good. I mean, this is that's what you want right there, uh, especially in-state, all in-state guys. Um, I will say, just as a as an aside, I felt the national talent that has been at camp in the past wasn't there. So, and that goes for kind of for the most part skills camp mainly. But there are also some holes in offensive defensive line camp uh, as well, just kind of overall. So um, I think elite camp is going to be, you know, one to watch as far as where these, you know, you know, guys come in in camp and want to impress and be on campus. And we'll see kind of how camp looks in that respect. But DBs were really impressive. I think Ashton Stamps did enough to keep himself on the board for LSU for sure. Um, somebody that's going to probably come back for elite camp. Uh, Ryan Robinson Jr. is a guy you can at least keep on the radar after his showing. Um, but Jawan Johnson, you know, made the big splash in a way. He picked up an offer. He's quarterbacking for LCA this year, but has now really turned his attention to, to playing defensive back as well in camp so he can earn offers. And boy, has he done just that. Nebraska, Mississippi State, and then LSU, all among his new offers lately. And he just looks like a really good nickel, somebody that worked out at the camp and also privately for Robert Steeples. And I just think he's somebody that now you you circle in state as uh, you know somebody that probably, if he plays his cards right, jumps on board with that offer that he's got now, um, and and you know ends up at LSU. Just seems like he's got the quickness and the twitch to play you know nickel really well. Um, and and Robert Steeples thought highly enough to uh, go ahead and offer him. So. Outside of a few younger guys, that's really it. Um, 2025 linebacker Jaden uh, Perlote uh, out of uh, Buford, Georgia, picked up an offer. Uh, Davon Mitchell out of Allen, Texas, a 2025 tight end, picked up an offer. Um, and outside of that, there's really not too much else to report, in my opinion. But I will say uh, Kyle Parker, four-star wide receiver for on three out of the state of Texas, you can add him to this weekend's official visit list. We're, we're going to preview that visit uh, weekend later this week on Friday. But um, he's now coming in town after earning an offer in a private workout over the weekend with Cortez Hankton. So that was a notable camp performance as well. We just didn't get to see it. Really good offer, in my opinion. I think somebody that reminds me of a little bit of Malik Neighbors in Kyle Parker. So now LSU's firmly in the mix. His dad went to LSU. Played uh, his high school ball at McDonough 35 in New Orleans. So lots of ties to the state of Louisiana. Lots of family still in the state as well for Kyle Parker. So that is an offer to certainly keep an eye on now that it's on the table. So with that, guys, that's our camp wrap-up so far. Obviously, we've got 7-on-7 seven seven and O-line, D-line this coming uh, Friday, if you're listening to this when I recorded it, 
and then elite camp the weekend after. But for now, that's the camp wrap so far. We'll preview official visits and recap the last official visit weekend that they just had with a lot of talent on campus. This weekend is going to be even bigger, so stick around uh, for a preview of that on the next edition of the podcast. But without further ado, and after this short break, I wanted to bring you our interview with LSU offensive lineman Anthony Bradford. Hope you enjoy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Bengal Tiger podcast. I am Billy Embody and happy to be joined now by LSU offensive lineman Anthony Bradford. Anthony, thank you for the time, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing good today, man. I'm feeling blessed. Uh, you're right in the thick of uh, you know summer workouts now. Uh, what two weeks in or so? What's yep, it been like? Week. What's it been like getting back out there with Coach Flint and the strength and conditioning staff so far this summer? Uh, surprisingly, it's been fun. If you ask me, I feel like the team. Uh, everybody got a good idea of like you know what I'm saying coming together as a team this year. So workouts been pretty like active and fun. Everybody get in a good attitude, ready to work and get better. So it's been fun. And when they sat down with you, you know, going into this summer, what were their goals for you? Um, I know we saw each other at camp last week. You look like you're in good shape. Where are you at right now? And kind of what's the goal for you this summer? Yeah, so the goal of me, for me personally is just to get my endurance up and be able to be in football shape for me to go, you know what I'm saying, attack the assignment every play during the season, you know what I'm saying, just execute everything that they got in play for us. So that's been the, the big goal for me this summer is getting in shape to the, my best ability so I can just go all out this year. And, you you know, looking at spring practice, uh, that offensive line room looks very different than it did uh, last season. You know, what have you seen from, from your group of players that are out there, you know, just maybe guys that are standing out to you or um, the competition overall in that group? What, what's been some of your takeaways? Uh, I just feel like everybody taking something from the game every time that we meet and get up together as a group. Uh, I see a lot of guys learning, wanting, actually wanting to learn the offense and stuff like that to be better on the field when it's time to go play in a real set and not just practice and stuff like that. So I feel like uh, going through the spring and the fall together, is going we're going to be real battle-tested as a new group. You know what I'm saying? But we all coming together. We all feel, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, it's a brotherhood right now. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a lot of new members to it, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like we all, we all understand the assignment that we all want to get. So we're going to all work together to get to it. So everybody learning and everybody putting their all into the plan. You know, some new faces, Traymond Shorts, 
uh, Will Campbell this spring, uh, Miles Frazier. You guys add Emory Jones into the into the room now. Um, who are you competing with from what you can tell? What what, what position do they kind of have you expected to step in and, and compete at this fall? Uh, I'll be expected to like compete at right guard this year. So uh, I know Miles Frazier is at right guard right now. And I like the way he's playing. I've been seeing him, you know what I'm saying, work hard. You work hard every day, just like we all do as a group. And we understand that at the end of the day, it's a competing stage that we have right now. It's the SEC. So we're working just iron shop of iron, get each other better. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be like, it's competitive, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's togetherness at the end of the day. So. And, and that competitiveness, is it easier now? I mean, I imagine it's easier going into year two with Brad Davis as the offensive line coach. Even he kind of said, you know, by the end of last year, you guys, and, and you can see it on the field, started to kind of turn the corner. Is it yeah. going into this summer, is it a little bit easier to to be yourselves, I guess? Yeah, it's a little bit easier. You know, uh, Coach Davis was his first year coaching this last year. So, you know, we had a lot of time to bond and really get to know one each other as a person outside of football and stuff. So uh, I love the relationship that I have with Coach Brad, and I'm excited to see what he got us going for this year as an O-line, as a group. And you look at this program going into the first season under Brian Kelly. You know, one of the things you and I talked before we got on here was was you wanted to talk about this team that – that you guys have coming in. How confident are you, you know, after the changes and, and this new, these new schemes and new coaches, new players, uh, that this group is going to be right back to competing, you know, at a high level in the SEC? Yeah, I feel like we have a chance to shock a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? For the past two years, it seemed a little shaky for the LSU program. But the way that Brian Kelly came in here, I just feel like I'm excited for the for the plan that he got for the whole team. You know what I'm saying? Everybody excited. Uh kind of suspense but it's like it's like a a, a a good suspense you know what i'm saying we're looking forward to what he has in plan for us and stuff like that and yeah we're just all excited what what have you learned about him you know as you as you've come into his program or he's come into the lsu program what have you learned about brian kelly so far that that stands out to you i know he's a he's an offensive line you know kind of guru so to speak yeah. by, by trade i mean that is that exciting for you to be you know, the head coach is now an offensive line coach. Yeah, yes, sir. So, uh, Brian Kelly, he's big on team. So, you know what I'm saying? He's no, he doesn't, like, preach the individual uh, stuff of the game and stuff like that. He, he's big on team. And I just feel like he, he's great for our team, you know what I'm saying, for the group of guys that we got in and then the extra pieces that we got in. You know, they understand what he's trying to get at, you know what I'm saying, what he's trying to build here at LSU to put us in plan you know what I'm saying, to do what he believed that we can do with the uh, athletes that we got here. You know, Will Campbell emerges this spring at, at left tackle that kind of helps, you know, maybe the, the whole group kind of find their spots. But another guy that's coming in this summer, Emory Jones, uh, a highly touted prospect. Have you seen anything from those two this summer? You know, I know I know Will's been around the program a little bit, uh, you know, already. But you know, as far as Emory goes, what have you seen from him in workouts? I feel like Emory ready to go. You know what I'm saying? He a, he a big dude. You know what I'm saying? He feel like he know what he can. He capable of on the field. I got a, uh, a couple of chances of talking to him, working out with him, and see what he about. Uh, I really like him. I feel like he he ready for whatever that's about to get thrown at him this fall camp. Uh, and and now let's let's look at the big picture of this team and and how the strength and conditioning staff works with you guys. Take us through what the day to day is like for you guys in the summer and what you've noticed from the strength staff that that really stood out to you as far as how they handle 
you guys getting ready for the, the upcoming season? Uh, the strength staff, they, they care about our bodies, for one. You know what I'm saying? They try their hardest to take care of us. Uh, but when we work, we work. You know what I'm saying? It's not – it's not no working to uh to the point where you know you taxing on your body and stuff like that. You don't feel good the next day to come work out. Everybody feel good to come work out day in and day out with the strength stuff. And I appreciate that from them. Um, what what do you feel like when this team takes the field against Florida State, New Orleans, come Labor Day weekend? What's the biggest thing? You know, win or lose, whatever happens in that game. That what's the biggest difference in the program that you think people are going to notice from the outside? Uh, we're gonna get a title on the, of the team that we are. That, that's gonna be, you know, the starting point of what we're gonna be for that whole year. Um, win or lose, it's matter about the team at the end of the day. You know, what I'm saying win or lose, we're gonna is we gonna, you know, what I'm saying sit in the corner and not get better for the next week, or we're gonna come together. You know, what I'm saying and put in that time and work that we know that we put in the week before for that game to come back next week and answer that question that we didn't answer the following week. And, you know, there's always going to be talk about the quarterback position. You've got Garrett Nussmeyer, who's who's played a couple, couple games so far at LSU. You've got Miles Brennan, who is trying to finish off that career with a, you know, bounce back season after his injuries. Jaden Daniels comes in, gets a fresh start. Walker Howard's highly touted. Let's switch to the quarterbacks real quick. What have you seen from them uh, in their competition that has, you know, moved on? Uh, to the summer now and and just kind of your take on the whole the whole position well, I feel like the quarterback situation everybody getting better uh like together like they all take a piece of a game from each of each one another like you know what I'm saying? that's what I I feel like this special like this quarterback group is real special to me so uh, I'm excited to see what they do when they compete at fall camp and who uh you know what I'm saying going put it on their back that they want to be the starting quarterback for LSU Tigers Let's kind of end the football part of it with this. You know, that you you broke out last year. You you played a lot of football over the past. Who's your, who's your next breakout guy on the offensive side that you could say, you know what, I, I like what I'm seeing out of him. He might be some, somebody that emerges this upcoming season uh, and, and makes, you know, himself a household name. Yeah, it's a couple of us. It's uh, Charles Turner, you know what I'm saying? For sure, Charles Turner, we've been here. We came out to say the top. I've been grinding, you know. So I talk to him every day. It's like it's my right hand man. So you know, so I, I I know his passion for the game. I know what he want for himself and for the team. You know, so so I feel like that's a big breakout name that y'all gonna be hearing a lot this year. Uh, Cam Wire, Cameron Wire. He played a lot last year, but I feel like he got he got some more stuff to put out there on the table for people to see. So that's another name that y'all should be looking out for this year. Very good. All right, now let's move off off the field a little bit here. What do you? What What are some of the things you enjoy doing around Baton Rouge? Let, let's try to Let's try to get to know you a little bit off the field. Uh, you know, what do you like to do outside of football? Uh, I really just be chilling with the guys. For there's not there's really not much to do. It's like college town, so we're really around each other twenty four seven. So uh, I try not to be alone most of the time. So I really really just be with my teammates most of the time or on the video games or something. What's what's your go to video game? What do you guys play the most? I'll be on that Warzone, man. Warzone, <laughs> that's the, that's the top one right now for me. Okay, all right. Any any <laughs> favorite any favorite Netflix recommendations for the for the fans out there? Summer travels, take it on the trip. Download a season. Download a movie. Anything you're watching lately? 
uh, lately, I just got done finishing the last season of All American. That's a pretty good that that they, uh, that's a that's a good show for on Netflix that y'all can check out if y'all haven't already checked it out. Um, really on Netflix, I really just be watching like documentaries for for. I don't really watch like the Netflix movies and stuff like that. So documentaries, there's some good documentaries on there if y'all want to check that out. Yeah, I just actually watched The Pharmacist. I don't know if you caught that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I watched I watched every single one of. Them. Yeah, that one that one's crazy, and and it's Louisiana based too for the most part. Yeah, so, for so sure. Kind of connect on that as well, but no, good. Anthony, thank you so much for doing this. We're gonna wrap this up. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, anything else you want to tell uh, anybody out there right now? Uh, just watch out for the Tigers, this year, man. We bringing our A game. You know what I'm saying? We gonna bring it out for this too. So watch out. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Anthony, for joining the Bengal Tiger podcast. We appreciate you and we will see you. Look, uh, you're probably going to be working some of these rest of the camps that we've got this summer. So we'll see you out there and and then uh, back in fall camp. Yes, sir. I appreciate you for having me today. Anytime. We'll talk to you next time. We'll talk to you later on. And thanks so much, everyone, for listening to this edition of the Bengal Tiger podcast. We will check back in with you guys later this week with another episode. So we will talk to you guys. Later. Thanks for listening.